Welcome, everyone. Welcome back, spooky people. To Dames of Doom. Thanks for coming back. Or if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Drink every time we say welcome. Um, I'm Liz. And I'm Meg. And today's episode might be a little bit crazy for a couple reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but your girl has the flu. So my brain is currently riddled with disease and NyQuil. And then Meg... (laughs) Meg, why are you a little unhinged today? <laughs> a little bit of my own doing, but also not of my own doing. So mm. really hard day at work today. Just long, mm. you know, fluorescent lighting is the bane in my existence. True, but true, also true. Um, I'm already one cider deep. And I didn't realize until I was already like most of the way through the cider that it was six and a half percent, which Woo. when you're over the age of 25 is a lot. <laughs> OK, so I'm feeling myself. So yeah, if I sound a little uh, incoherent, it's because I am. Right. Also, a wild ride, friends. Buckle in. Yeah. Also, the cult of this week, which we'll get to, um, was honestly a little bit confusing to me, but we'll get to there. Um, But yeah, speaking of the uh, theme of the week, we are in California. Cali, baby. My Which, birth state. T- I was about to say, you have a connection to. I do. Man, I just have a lot of connections to states at the beginning of the alphabet, I guess. We kind of lose all my connections after this one. <laughs> but, yeah, originally from California. Have not been originally from Cal- or not been from California in a long time, but originally. And then I was a baby I and I left. Yeah. I don't have any connections to California other than I watch Real Housewives of Orange County and Beverly Hills, which um, if you know, you know, they're awesome <laughs> and I love them. And I've been watching Real Housewives of OC recently and that shit is cray. Those ladies are crazy, but also like I kind of want to be them. So mm, mm-hmm. That's honestly the dream is to just be like a rich, beautiful woman who gets paid to be to, like, live your life and spend yeah. money. Yeah. To be nosy and live your life. Um, that's what I already do. So pay me. <laughs> pay me. Yeah. Where is, our, nosy where is the camera crew that's going to follow us around our lives as we sit under fluorescent lives and cry in our cubicles? <laughs> or get coughed on by small children fair. and wind up with the flu. Yeah, it's not fair. So that's also a reason we are virtual today. But, you know, distance yes. makes the heart grow fonder. It does. We haven't recorded in person in a while. I miss you, Meg. You're only like 20 minutes away, but feels like an ocean away. <laughs> wow, that We're, NyQuil is powerful, friends. That's what to say. Wow. You're <laughs> professing your love for me already. I am. Thank you. Let me pour some more water in my glass. No and alcohol I'll for me today. Get more cider. So perfect. Well, without further ado, Megan, do you want to go ahead and take it away? What are we talking about first in Cali? In Cali. So today we are in for UFOs, which Ooh. we're somewhat familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bow and Peep and okay. Nike shoes. So Okay. Three great we'll get to- things. Yeah, we'll get to find out what all three of those things have. I wonder what cult it could be. If you keep up with the cult, cultiverse, (laughs) universe of cults. Okay. 
you probably know this one. It's Heaven's Gate from California. So big hitter episode, fam. Yeah, this is a big one. And uh, like I said previously, a little bit confused by the actual beliefs of this cult. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's a little over my head. Understand a cult? You're already in the cult. Like it's better to be confused than to understand. Yes, but to be fair, I was like, you know, I didn't fully understand the last few weeks, but like I could kind of understand this one. There was a lot of terms and mm. beliefs that I was like, I'm not even taking the time to research because it, it isn't going to help. So, man, if you don't just get putting it, that you out just, there, you don't if you want to do your own you research, in. you go do that. Boo. But You're this welcome. Is, to. <laughs> this is mostly for fun. Also a little bit for education. So here we go. Love it. So this cult all starts with Bonnie Nettles and Marshall Applewhite, which, to be honest, sound like fake names already. Yeah, they do. I think they sound fake. I like them. Okay. (laughs) Applewhite is an incredible last name. Marshall Applewhite. I feel like that sounds... Like he wrote a New York Times bestseller. That or, like, I don't know why it screams Mormon to me. I could see it. Mormon. Maybe but he's, he wrote a Mormon like self-help book. It's on the New York maybe. Times bestseller list. Um, and also I'm sad because I like the name Bonnie, but it's definitely ruined for me now. So, you know, <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks, Dames of Doom. For Bonnie Clyde was not enough to ruin it for you. You really needed a cult to ruin it. Yeah. So a little bit about these two people. So Marshall was born in 1931, and he was the son of a Presbyterian minister. Okay. In the early 70s, he actually got fired from the University of St. Thomas, which is not in St. Thomas, unfortunately. It's Wait. in Austin, Texas. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. St. Thomas, um, which, you know, as a good Catholic girl, I should know oh, what St. Thomas I guess, does. Oh, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what his Saint patron Thomas saint is? The person, not Saint Thomas. I was thinking it was like a Caribbean location. Got That's it. That's what Good I place. thought. Right, it's right, right, right. In right. Austin, Texas. Duh, that so. makes sense. He's a son of a preacher man. He's at a religious institution. Got exactly. It, it tracks. Um, so, anyways, he was actually fired from his position as a professor there because he was found to well, allegedly had a relationship <laughs> with one of his male students. Oh, mm-hmm. tea. Interesting. The tea. Predatory tea, but tea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not not great for him. But uh, no. I guess You're all fired. he did was get a slap on the wrist because there's nothing really else about that. He just got fired. Well, he got fired. But it, yeah, you know, but like, I mean, like. It's not on his record. He didn't get. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Blacklisted from universities or whatever. I mean, I guess like if the person was 18, technically they are consenting, huh. but like. I don't know. Still weird. Also, it just feels really weird still. Um, yeah. What's it? A power imbalance? A dichotomy? I don't know. Ooh, good word. Hmm. Drunk brain coming through. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but I like the word. <laughs> um. So, yeah, after he got fired, it was fate. He met Bonnie Nettles. She was 44 at the time they got um at the time they met and okay. she was already married um oh. but she she was a nurse and she was interested in this is one of those f- words that i don't understand um theosophy 
T H E O S O F no T H E O S O P H Y had a baby theology and philosophy theosophy I think is how it's pronounced no idea I looked it up started reading about it honestly got super confused immediately um but basically all I saw was that um something about they believe in an ancient and secretive brotherhood of spiritual Ooh. adepts um, that have great wisdom and supernatural powers or something like that. I don't know. I'm telling you, it was confusing. I don't know, but I want to watch a movie about it now. I feel you like do that. Nicolas Cage could star in a movie about it. It would be great. Mm-hmm. So she was interested in that. And I guess, you know, he probably liked that. So... He's like, Ooh, you're not like most girls. <laughs> you're different. <laughs> you're I different. like that. You like um, theosophy. <laughs> and she was also into biblical prophecy. So a lot of isophies there. Isophies. Yeah. I'm not like most <laughs> girls. I like prophecies. What the fuck? Get a hobby. Yeah. Oh my God. such a try hard. Such I guess a pick it is a me, hobby. Bitch. Like, get a better hobby. Ugh. Yeah. She's a pick me. Um, Could you so- imagine if she was your nurse and she's like standing over your bedside like prophesizing is that a word or like lecturing you about theosophy and you're just like let me die bonnie let, let me, me die be. unplug bonnie. me unplug me bonnie <laughs> unplug me unplug me bonnie oh god um so yeah actually they met supposedly when one of his friends was in the hospital and she was his <laughs> friends um you know what a unique little meet cute you imagine you know, yes imagine telling you know your kids let's say they got married saying oh how did mom and dad meet oh yeah well you know he had just messed around with one of his students got fired from university of st john not in st john um then met me because i'm a because fr- <laughs> i'm into biblical shit and i was the nurse for his friend <laughs> I'm like annoyed that I didn't get picked up by a nurse or a doctor last time I was in the ER. Like, honestly, Mm. I feel rejected. It's because I wasn't a pedophile. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's for the best. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe it's for the best. (laughs) So, yeah, that's where they first met and, you know, started to, like, hit it off. Um, They, I mean, these two nutcases were showing red flags right from the start. Um, Megan, do you like them? I can't tell. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, they're very concerning to me. Um, <laughs> Applewhite later said that he felt like he had known Nettles for a long time and that they had met in a past life. Um, well, she told him that their meeting had been foretold to her by extraterrestrials, <gasps> which then persuaded him that he had a divine assessment assessment assignment oh (laughs) did he have his like a birth chart done (laughs) he said what time were you born (laughs) yeah um so these two are just running with it cuckoo they were uh, for cocoa puffs yeah i mean i guess she wasn't kidding when she liked that divine prophecy but i didn't realize the divine was aliens (laughs) yeah i said ufos so you wanted UFOs? You get them. I, I did want You UFOs. didn't ask, but. No, but I wanted him. <laughs> I, I like these cults wanted. so much more than the ones where it's just like, and they had 47 wives and 44 of those wives were four years old. I like this well, better. This is great. 
No. Oh, no. It doesn't. It doesn't end well. Let's just say that. So don't get too excited. Um, This isn't like the Raelians where, like, as far as we know, no one's died. Um, Hint, hint. Oh, no, I know that. Okay. As long as there's not. Okay, we're good. Um, So anyways, uh, within a span of just two months, which I think is shockingly fast, um, they solidified their beliefs for their cult. So they researched (laughs) the Bible, Christology, which I didn't know Christology is a word. Another word. Crystals? Uh, no, like Christ, Christology, oh. Christology. I don't know. Oh, Christ was crystals, but okay. Um, again, gonna butcher this one. Ascetism, um, and eschatology. Esha, uh, again, I decided not to look those up because I was probably gonna get further confused. Mm. So, Ali Ward of Ologies, this is a shout out to you. Please do some episodes on those words because we need help. We are confused. Christology and eschatology. And wasn't there another one? Acid. Ashesitism. <laughs> I swear I'm not even that drunk. Oh, I just these great, words are hard. Great, sweetie. Um, so they solidified their beliefs in two months, which I just think is like super fast. Um, Where they, they literally he created- was unemployed. What else was yeah, he going to do? They literally created a religion in Jones. Oh, that's valid. <laughs> okay. Like, She's been thinking about this her whole life. The aliens told her what to do. She she didn't have to do it. It was a divine well, prophecy. Well, it took two months of their own work. So, right. yeah. Um, and, of course, they concluded after two months that they, those two, had been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies and that they were given higher level minds than other people. Mm. That was what they got as part of that two months of Ain't work. nothing like a narcissistic cult leader. We don't know anything about that, do we? No. no. That's a rarity around here. Yeah. So that's a little bit of background about how we're starting. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So starting off, great. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get into some of their beliefs and just a little bit about how they came to be. Yay, I'm hype. Um, bear with me. Okay. It gets a little crazy. All right. So. Do I need a graphic organizer? Maybe. Oh, A Venn diagram. Shit. Compare, right. contrast. Uh, scholars kind of disagree about the real, like, theology of Heaven's Gate. Um, mm. Whether it's New Age, Christian, evangelical etc they don't really know but the word i kept seeing was like new age so i don't know exactly what that is but like i think it's mostly a vibe but i don't know what it is i mean based on what i know like it's like a little bit about like more science so like ufos extraterrestrials like new age crystals the music that's like bong just yeah new age you know okay it's a vibe Um, What is it? We don't know. But I'll roll with it. Yeah. Um, So Applewhite believed (laughs) he was directly related to Jesus. So here we go again. Another half-brother of Jesus? How many half-brothers we got? Um, And God was getting frisky. I guess if you are saying that you are a descendant of God, like technically you're claiming to be a relative of Jesus. 
Yeah, but yeah. like he said directly related. So I'm thinking like brother, half brother, well, yeah. cousin. Exactly. But if you're saying like my daddy is also God, then we're brothers. I guess. You know? But you know, we talked about who was it? Um the Raelians guy that said he was the half brother of Jesus Christ. So Mm-hmm. Right, same thing. They're just all saying that God That was is also their a daddy. UFO cult. They said daddy literally. Jesus is apparently got half brothers that are into UFOs. All over the place. Based on God what is I know. Frisky. Yeah. Um, so he believed that he was Jesus's successor and the quote unquote present representative of Christ on earth. <laughs> so this also screams a little Christian to me. He's very corporate. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was an academic. Uh, so maybe he was like trying to be like super professional. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Meanwhile, Nettles was presented as God the Father. So, wait, what? Yeah. So she was God the Father. He was related to Jesus. So, so they're related. I, I don't. Nettles, the math ain't mathin'. His dad. If he did, he did. We do we know how he's related to Jesus, or just nope. that he's related? To, maybe he's saying yeah. that he's a descendant of Jesus. So Jesus had a child. Said directly related. So, I don't know. Mm. But I need yeah. more information. But Just continue. The math ain't math. It ain't mathin. <laughs> to say that you are God is a bold claim. So yeah, and we've seen it over you. and over again. So have we? I don't think we've seen someone say that they are God. Uh, fair. But I've seen a lot of like relations direct, to Jesus right. and or God. Yes, right. we have seen but several this times, one is saying, and like, I think it's very I interesting. Am God. Like, yeah. that is a whole other, wow. Mm-hmm. Bold, 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 bold. Yeah. So, initially, they told, like, their group or their their belief was that um, they would be biologically and chemically transformed into extraterrestrial beings and then would be transported above a, aboard a spacecraft, which would come to Earth and then take them to heaven, referred to as the next level so oh just that yeah mm-hmm. okay so okay. yeah okay. a lot of biology and chemistry a lot of and- something <laughs> yeah just so, seems like a very complicated complicated way to do it instead of yeah. just like a beam me up scotty moment they had to be transformed yeah so mm. um okay that's just a little bit about their beliefs, um, but we're going to skip time a little I see, bit. It makes a lot more sense to me that this only took them two months because shit is not th- thought through. They were just like throwing darts at a board. Right. Like, what can we say? Extraterrestrial? Yeah. Check. Changing into aliens? Check. Hovercraft? Right. Check. Yeah. So we're going to skip a little bit um, and talk about how they started first like spreading the word mm-hmm. about their stuff here um, a good word so they started spreading the shit by writing a pamphlet that described uh, Jesus's reincarnation um, as a Texan wait what? basically insinuating that the Jesus reincarnate incarnate is Applewhite because he was from wait, Texas what so, yeah, he's, so he's not only is related to Jesus, he is Jesus? 
apparently. We have a weird father-son relationship going on here. Okay. Yeah. We have God in the flesh and Jesus in the flesh, even though he's also a relative. That'd be like my great-great-great-great-great-grandma just taking over my body. No, I guess not take... Hmm. My great 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 grandma being reincarnated as me. I am her. I don't know. Okay, whoo, y'all. I need a nap. Okay, continue. Yeah, a lot going on here. Truly, don't understand it all. I'm just telling you what I found. All right. Um. So they actually went around to other churches and spiritual groups and oh, told bold. them. Yeah, they told them a lot of things. Uh, they told them that. Uh, <laughs> I bet they, they loved that. Yeah, they first told them that. Um. Applewhite and Nettles were the two witnesses that were described in the book of Revelation. Um, And they referred to themselves as the two or the the UFO two. Um, And they believed... The UFO two is a great band name. Continue. True. Um, The UFO two. True. The UFO two. Uh, True. And they believed that they would be killed and then resurrected um, and then transported onto a spaceship, kind of like we, we talked about yep. previously. Um, and they referred to this as, quote unquote, the demonstration. So why do they need to be? OK, continue. So it's interesting because like they're connecting themselves back to like the Bible, the book of Revelation and like mm-hmm. these two witnesses, um, mm-hmm. which again, that was something I could have gone like on a deep dive down. But there's a lot to cover today. So I didn't want to go deep yep. into that. You yep. want to look it up? Hit can. the highlights. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. I'm wondering it almost if they kind of picked that thing to focus on in the Bible because they were going to other churches and saying, hey, like we are these people and like hoping mm-hmm. that they would like believe them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. bringing in that Christianity aspect of it kind well, of. Well, in Revelations, like apocalypse is always a pretty common trope with these mm-hmm. cults. Yeah. Yeah, so how do you feel like uh, that went over with these other... I think it went really well. I think if someone, if I were super religious and at church, just like churching it up, and someone came up and told me that they were God and Jesus and also the witnesses, witnesses, (laughs) maybe, is that what they were called? From the book of Revelations, and that we were going to kill ourselves and then go to a spaceship, I think, you know, I would just say let's go where do i sign up this sounds great yeah so it didn't go that well um because they only got one follower (laughs) (laughs) i mean honestly one is more than i was expecting so yeah her name was sharon morgan uh she joined in 1974 she actually abandoned her children (gasps) sharon with them yeah uh, not the first time we heard that either. No. Um, and then I will say it was short-lived. She must not have liked it too much because she left after a month and returned to her family. And her kids said, so. what the fuck, mom? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. welcome back, but also what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I bet this really crushed Applewhite and Nettles because, I mean, they worked two months on this. They really put their heart and soul into <laughs> they it. They did. Well, how long did they go to churches? I don't know, but... <laughs> too long zero so um i guess after this they really went ham on their marketing budget okay (laughs) because i mean they were making advertisements for meetings um so they could recruit what they called their quote-unquote the crew 
aka the their followers um they did oh, the events. crew for their spaceship like it's fucking yeah. star trek okay cool yeah um during those events they would talk about how they represented beings from another planet aka the next level and they sought participants for an experiment um <laughs> again i'm thrown off because i don't understand how the experiment works into what they believe about being taken away in a spaceship like who I'm, signs up for you can see why i'm confused right by a cult exactly like, i'm like that's more concerning to me that's how First you of end all, up you drinking kool-aid me. like oh my god you won't pay me but you want me to be in an experiment uh-uh mm-mm. Mm-mm. Paid no. experiments only thanks so much yeah um sounds like some kind of like shitty movie <laughs> yeah where these two like prophets come and try to convince you to do their and then you UFO sign up for experiment it and you end up as the human centipede yeah yeah moral of the story don't do it okay so we jump to april 1975 they met with a group of 80 people i assume to try to like convince them to join their group and they shared with them their revelation that they were the two witnesses from the Mm. bible story of the end of time Mm -hmm. and the accounts from that meeting were that like when they told this to people that was like a very momentous occasion like people these two people presented themselves as extremely charismatic and this was like a very important spiritual message and people were into it people were like hell yeah hell yeah brother you know what i i don't know you do you i guess love this love this journey for you also kind of don't love this journey for you but like if someone came up to me and gave me a flyer and said come to this banquet hall at your local inn motel and i'm going to tell you all about how i am god and this dude here is jesus i i don't know it, i guess i'm a harder sell what can i say <laughs> you're a tough cookie I, yep that's what i love you yeah. worst nightmare you are see you are but only um, only specific ones because compound cults I think I I would be a pretty easy. You could get into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So actually, this kind of paid off because from that meeting with those 80 people, they got 25 followers. Hey, I did the math on that. Almost as many Instagram followers as we have. (laughs) Right. And that's a return of 31 percent. So damn, go off. Not bad. Uh, Start handing out flyers. Maybe. Uh, September 1975, same year, a few months later, this is when shit starts to get a little bit spooky. So Applewhite and Nettles uh, preached at a motel hall, which, question mark. I called it. I don't know what a motel hall is. It's the banquet hall in a motel. it doesn't sound great. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, That's where all the MLM meetings are. Oh. Well, I wouldn't know because I don't go to those. So (laughs) I got something to one fine whatever we don't talk about it move on uh that's not this podcast okay yeah not into the mlm just the meeting just to be just so that we're clear okay continue got it um so this was in waldport oregon and around that same time about 20 people sold all their worldly possessions and said goodbye to their loved ones oh god and vanished from the public eye super super that seems healthy that sounds good yeah. Seems um, great. Just 20 people. So five people 
They lost five people in a couple months. No, this was additional, I believe. So this oh. was some, this was another event that they did later on that year. So in April 1975, they got the 25 followers. September of 1975, they were preaching at this motel hall. Got and it. after that, 20 people just disappeared and joined the group. Okay, so they have 45 people. Got it. Okay. About. I, I never got like an actual real number about this really, but Ish. that's where I'm, yeah. That's where I'm going. So... After these, like, 20 people, like, just went missing, obviously that's going to draw a little bit of attention, even in 1975, when, you know, it was, like, the heyday of serial killers. Uh, So, uh, CBS Evening News actually covered the disappearances of these people, and uh, what had happened was (laughs) um, the Applewhite and Nettles, like, took the people underground. They, like, you know... Underground, took everyone they had a bunker oh, well i don't know actually underground but like oh underground in the okay, sense okay, that okay. like they took them away from like the public spotlight you know they probably yes. went to their own like little land or whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> apple white and nettles land okay hmm. um little cabin in and the funnily enough uh apple white and nettles had like a lot of nicknames or like pseudonyms i guess for themselves but one of them was doe and tea D-O and T-I, but it's pronounced Doe and T. So if you hear me say that again, that's like another thing that they call them. They, so Doe and T. These people are unhinged. Okay. Yeah. So Doe and T led their approximately 100 members, 100 members, across the country. Um, and at this point, they were living not great. They were sleeping they in tents. Okay. Sleeping bags. Uh, and begging camping. on the streets. Mm-hmm. So not very glamorous. I said, I sold my Subaru for this. Yeah. I sold my 1970s ranch-style home in California for this. Yeah. All to reach the higher level, because that's what their focus was for their members, was to achieve, quote, achieve a higher evolutionary level above human. That's what they were trying. And you get that by sleeping in a tent and begging for food? Okay. You know... I never really like thought about We're all on why. our own journey. I guess it's just to like convince more people to join, but who knows? Um, so like I said, Apple White Noodles had like a variety of aliases. So we had um Doe and T, but we also had Bo and Peep. <laughs> no idea. If it don't rhyme, we don't want it. Well no, that doesn't yeah. rhyme. Oh my god, neither Okay, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, right. I guess they just really didn't like Marshall and Bonnie. Um, Those were mouthfuls. They were coming up much. with bone peep. That's because, you know why they did it? Because they're literally starving and their brains are eating themselves. Yeah, but like, how the fuck are these people taking them seriously? I'm sorry. They're all Basically, imagine your pastor came to you and was like, hey, call me Bo and <laughs> You heard of Bojangles? That shit's tight, right? Call me Bo. Yeah. You like chicken? Me too. The name's Bo. Yeah. And I guess they had a thing with like changing names. I guess they just like really, really indecisive. We know how that is. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe they had ADHD. We don't know. Um, but they also changed the name of their group several times. At one point, they were named the Human Individual Metamorphosis or HIM. Um, 
which I suspect is probably like the name change thing is probably to like avoid detection, uh-huh. avoid suspicion, again, hide from the hubba guy. Right. So you have all these people whose family have no idea where the fuck they went and are looking for them. You got to change your name, avoid detection. Makes sense. Exactly. H I M so, is very, it's giving H E R vibes. Like H <laughs> I M could be a band name and then you're like human something metamorphic, whatever. Like, that's kind of sick. Lots of band names. In I wish they were just a band. Yeah, They're me too. Not. Yeah. A lot fewer um, casualties. So we, Move on. Okay. Yeah, go. so we jumped to April 1976. I guess they were happy enough with their numbers because they stopped recruiting. And they kind of became more rec- reclusive, which honestly, like, thank God, I guess. Yep. Because, like, at least they're not bringing more people in. Yeah, fair enough. Um, But at this point, they got super rigid with their guidelines for members. So mm, they great. banned sexual activity, which I thought that was interesting. Curious. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the ones we've heard recently use sex as, as a, like, way to manipulate which i guess this is still mm-hmm. a way of manipulating them um but yeah, just in a, the opposite sex. way right um and they also like banned the use of drugs um so yeah got she a said, little more rigid. you're gonna be sleeping in tents you're gonna be starving but no drugs and no sex for you Mm-mm, only sadness yeah and bow and peep so a lot of their members were described basically as like spiritual hippies, which I mean, this is the 70s, so mm-hmm. not completely surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these people were, you know, trying to like find themselves, supposedly. Um, and they actually got like quite a diverse group of people, um, okay, including, diversity. yeah, including a guy named John Craig, who was actually a respected Republican uh, ranch owner. And he came close to winning a 1970 Colorado House of Representatives race. Well, you know what? I'm glad he didn't win. If he is the kind of person that would drop join everything a cult. and join a cult, sounds yeah. like the voters made a good decision. So he sold his whole ranch. He was like a... I don't know if he sold. That's where I was going with this. I didn't see anything about what happened to his ranch. I'm thinking maybe they set up camp there. Ooh. They wanted him for his land. Ooh, okay, that would make sense. I like that idea. Okay. That's my thought. I don't know, but That's a good theory. He apparently joined the group in 1975. So I just thought that was interesting that yes. you know somebody that was obviously like pretty prominent, um, but clearly politically unwell. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of political people who are right. unwell mentally. I guess so. it's really not that surprising. No, it's more surprising to be a politician and not be unwell. <laughs> true unfortunately (laughs) yeah 1985 um unfortunately well maybe fortunately bonnie nettles died of cancer oh bonnie that was a big thing to (laughs) i'm telling you when i was reading about this like it was just like she wasn't talked about a lot and i was like why was she not being like where is she dead yeah it makes sense man just like susan After that, um, the group's doctrine was confounded because Nettles was uh, allegedly chosen by the next level to be a messenger on Earth, yet her body had died instead of leaving physically to outer space. So it didn't really follow what they believed, yet I guess some people still stuck around. Oh, no. Um, 
So they actually revised their belief um, to include the leaving of the consciousness of the body as equivalent to leaving the Earth in a spacecraft. So they're like, mm. oh, pivot, uh, pivot, she died? Pivot. No worries. Um, Here's how she we're actually still going to make the consciousness work. of her body, which is the same thing. Right. You know that whole soul thing? That's what it was. Yeah. They're getting creative with it. They Apple really think coming. that went through. I'm yeah. surprised that it took somebody dying for them to be like, ah, shit. Not just somebody, like the leader right, of the, the leader, group. God. The person that they said was God. Yeah, exactly. God. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine being in this cult and God dying. Right. <laughs> and you're like, well, you know what? I'm in it. I guess I'll just stick around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, they were against suicide. However, they defined suicide like a little bit differently than I think many of us would define it. So they said <laughs> it's to turn against the next level when it is being offered. What? So they believed that their bodies were just vesicle vesicles. meat sacks vehicles vesicle <laughs> vesicles vehicles. It's the same thing. Vessels or vehicles? No, vehicles. Ve my body is a vehicle. That's what it says. I have never. Okay, okay. I am a Toyota That's why Camry. I said vesicle. That's why I said vesicle because I don't feel vehicle like really. No, makes sense. Bananas. Yeah. Okay, okay. These people are the smart cars of the world. <laughs> I mean, they are in California. So it's either that or a Prius. That's true. Or a Tesla. Yeah. They're well, now, this was in the 70s and 80s. So they didn't have fucking smart cars in the 70s, Megan. <laughs> God damn. Don't try and say that they can't be a Tesla, but they, they can be Priuses, a smart did car. They? No, they did not. Hybrids? No, they did not. How do you know so much about cars? They didn't have electric. Okay, I do. You are the car person, not me. But anyways, no. they can be like a, a I don't know a Bronco. They can be a Woody. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they believed that their human bodies were only vehicles meant to help them on their journey. Uh, whatever room, that room, means bitch okay <laughs> get in the car <laughs> i'm in uh, mom's car all right um, <laughs> yeah so uh, members of the group changed their names again with the name changing thing oh my gosh they gave them uh three letter names with the suffix o-d-y so odie <laughs> yeah and they adopted those in lieu of their original <gasps> given names so you could be like magodi or would it be Meg Odie? Meg Odie oh and God. Liz Odie. Liz Odie. Oh, I'm changing your name in my phone. Megity. <laughs> Megity. <laughs> Megity sounds. <Lizzie. laughs> Megity and Lizzie. <laughs> it sounds like you're speaking that like that Zoom language. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Oh gosh, what is that like secret language? What are from you talking about? Zoom, the TV show, like what? I have no idea what Zoom. you're talking about. Um, Abu Dhabi. <laughs> no so idea. It's, it's not. It's not from. I mean, they spoke it on Zoom, but apparently, it's originated in America in the 17th century. But it was popularized by the PBS children's show Zoom. Abu Dhabi seems a lot like 
Negative <laughs> elicity. Oh. Yeah, it does. Okay, continue. <laughs> Tangent. Um, <laughs> so to be eligible for membership in the next level, which is again where they were all trying to go, mm-hmm. you had to buy your ticket humans to the spaceship. Have, right. Humans have to shed every attachment they have to the to this earthly planet. Yep, um, meaning it. they gave up. <laughs> meaning they gave up all human-like characteristics: family, friends, gender, human-like characteristics individuality jobs money possessions i mean everything you couldn't even be like a human this is like cult 101 of just like completely destroy your entire identity yeah in the name of going to the next plane but strange yeah yeah so again another way to manipulate and control yeah here we go seems like the the one of the clearest examples of that that we've seen where it's just straightforward like we are stripping you of your humanity and you are striving to be stripped of your humanity just curious yeah which like i don't like fully understand how that works i don't know how you give up your gender like i genuinely don't really know or how you give up your sexuality right i don't know how that manifests in the real world you just i identify in all term and always as just like or do you just not blob. talk about it like that's what i don't understand you just don't i don't know uh, they yeah. definitely are so. on the side of <laughs> sexuality is a choice over here we see where they stand yeah so the evolutionary level above human which is again what their goal is to meet mm-hmm. it's also called or the acronym is tila was a physical place, another world in our universe where residents live in pure bliss and nourish themselves by absorbing pure sunlight. So, you know what? I would like to be a plant. That sounds photosynthesis. lovely. Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. You don't gotta go to work. You just soak up the sun. I love it. Yeah. So, in the next levels, uh, beings do not engage in sexual intercourse, eating, or dying. Uh, any of the things that make us quote unquote Human. mammalian oh. ma- they said mammalian. no more no more milk <laughs> yeah basically also sounds boring no thanks yeah. well um, I, I like a little like maybe two days plant life three <laughs> days mammal life two day plant life I like food that's true but well, I also would just like to vibe as a plant and just soak in some sun and just like sway in the breeze I feel like my brain needs that sometimes yeah not um, all the time heavens, but sometimes yeah Heaven's Gate believes that what the Bible calls God is actually a highly developed extraterrestrial so kind of like Applewhite and um, Nettles who again I thought they said was right. God so right. I'm confused again uh, you see why I was confused this week. Yes. I think they changed their things a lot, and I don't understand how people stuck around. I don't get it. That's why you should take um, longer than two months to decide your cult's theology. Yeah, maybe you ideology. should, like, suss that out first. But, you know, they were just like, let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they believed in evil space aliens called oh. uh, Lucif- Luciferians. Okay. Uh, got that false biblical. Yeah, so they those are... Um, Aliens that falsely represented themselves to Earthlings as God and conspired to keep humans from developing to, like, the higher level. 
Hmm. Uh, these aliens have spacecraft, space time travel, telepathy, Ooh. increased longevity. They use holograms to fake miracles. They are carnal beings uh, with gender. So and they, they stopped fucking. training to achieve the kingdom of God thousands of years ago. So, so it just sounds like a fantasy novel. Basically. Yeah, They're from like, like the 70s. Right. And you're, you know, you're going to have some like hot, morally gray alien devil who falls in love with like an 18-year-old girl that he's trying to corrupt <laughs> to the dark side, you know? But he's yeah. just like clocking in. He doesn't really believe in the cause anymore. I'm going to write a book, fam. There you go. It's going to be great. Watch out. It'll be in the merch store at one point <laughs> whenever we have a merch store. <laughs> um, so Heaven's Gate actually believed that these like Luciferians uh, were existing in all of the religions on Earth and basically corrupted humans that okay. like believed in those religions. So um, if you believe in any religion other than theirs, you're a malevolent alien. Mm, seems Surprise. about right. Yeah. Not fun. Not the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'm gonna have next time. I have to write my name on a name tag or something. Be like Liz, malevolent alien. Yeah. So I guess I wasn't the only one that thought that their beliefs were like changed a lot because um, it literally said when I was doing their our, my research that like their beliefs like were flexible and changed over time. So we're not the only ones. Um, for example, a. Applewhite and Nettles said originally that they were extraterrestrial beings, mm -hmm. but then this whole idea of quote-unquote walk-ins kind of became cult uh, popular in New Age culture, which basically a walk-in is similar to like being possessed by a spirit. Oh my god! So like you're they being just locked like, in. Yeah, they're like they're just like taking over their body. body. Oh my god! Okay. So that's like basically what they said was happening to Applewhite and Nettles that they weren't. They weren't extraterrestrials but like they were being like walked in how convenient yeah that they were inhabiting their bodies and um he applewhite specifically revised his identity in the group to basically encourage the belief that the walk-in that was inhabiting his body was the same that um had done so to jesus two thousand years ago oh my god so again, jesus was possessed jesus bold claim yeah. wow okay yeah. Jesus was possessed by an alien. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Stay with me here. We got a little bit more. <laughs> um, they also adopted the ancient astronaut hypothesis. Okay. <laughs> Basically, they taught this belief as um, aliens planted the seed of current humanity millions of years ago and have come to reap the harvest of their work in the form of spiritually evolved individuals who will join the ranks of flying saucer crews um, and only a select few members of humanity will be chosen to advance to this transhuman state the rest like will be left zoo. to wallow in the spiritually poisoned atmosphere of a corrupt world and that is a direct quote can you see why I was getting like super confused? This is, there's a lot of verbiage here. Yes, but once again, it's, that seems like a great plot for like a dystopian fantasy novel. Like, like I, I would could also just see um, this popping off in 2016 when you had like Divergent and The Hunger Games, <laughs> and then you had the yeah. ancient alien or ancient what was it? 
astronaut whatever I think it would ancient been astronaut hypothesis mm-hmm. i mean to be perfectly fair if i was in the 1970s they came up to me and told me this i honestly would have no idea what they're talking about so i might just like shake my head like oh okay and mm-hmm. then they might have thought i was a cult member because i don't know what they're fucking talking about no ancient no. astronaut hypothesis uh-uh and the a- astronaut is an alien and we are basically just like a wildlife breeding program yeah and if you're belong to any other religion other than heaven's gate you're an alien lit okay yeah um a lot of aliens on this here planet alien party anybody (laughs) so only people who actually joined heaven's gate followed their belief system made all those sacrifices um were actually able to you know go to the next level and escape human suffering right because they're world that they believed in or whatever that you go to as like supposed to be free of suffering and all that Hmm. so they believed in completing the master cleanse which was based on this book from the 1940s so already kind of a red flag Mm -hmm. and of course they took it a step further of course basically they drank nothing but a mix of lemonade cayenne pepper and maple syrup for an entire three-month period okay i'm sorry but this is giving Gwyneth Paltrow. This is giving I drank that in college because an influencer on Instagram told me to every morning. Hot water with lemon, cayenne, and cinnamon. Why is that still a thing? Why are influencers bet, still drinking that? I bet you somebody has probably tried to market this oh. as some type of cleanse. If yeah. They have because I have done it. I drank that <laughs> shit when we lived together in undergrad. Oh, wait, really? My God. Yes. And it fucked up my teeth all that hot lemon wow yeah okay yeah diet culture is real fam lived through it I did. But you didn't do it through for three months and that's the only thing you had that's so correct thank god they had to take it a step further because of course and they're not all de- well they're all dead but they didn't die from that yeah thanks for spoiling that we'll get there <laughs> Uh, so they believe in four ways of getting to like the next level. So I'm just going to go over these quickly. Um, you could actually be picked up by a spacecraft and transferred to a next level body on board that craft. Ideal. So this is again, sounding familiar to the UFO religion that we covered in the first episode, the Raelians. Mm-hmm. It's giving, um, um, nope, where it just kind of sucks you up. But instead of it eating you, mm-hmm. it transfers you into a different body. Got it. Yeah. Uh, natural death, accidental death, or death from random violence, um, where basically the soul graduates, leaves the human container, um, and goes on to the next level. Uh, Congrats, outside you have persecution. Through murder. <laughs> yeah. Outside persecution that leads to death. Um, after the deaths of Branch Wait, Davidians. No, I'm sorry. Pause. How is outside persecution leading to my death not the same as like murder if i'm being stoned to death for being a yeah i don't really know the well that was natural death accidental death or like death from random violence Oh, random violence. whereas this is more i guess targeted violence yeah so like their specific thing i think the reason that they added this as like a way to get to it because 
Um, we may get to this a- another episode, but in Waco, Texas, around this time, mm-hmm. the Branch Davidians mm-hmm. whole thing happened and multiple people died. Um, so they said, in case of FBI. Exactly. They Whatever. were afraid that the American government was going to come like murder their members. So they okay. kind of put this little mm-hmm. thing in that like, Bunch oh, of nope, Boy you're Scouts. covered. They were prepared. Yeah. Or if you do a willful exit from the body in a dignified manner. So near the end, Applewhite had a revelation that they might have to abandon their human bodies and achieve the next level as Jesus had done. So I guess oh, Jesus killed himself. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, apparently. Cool. Yeah. Um, skipping to the 1990s now. Here we go. Back to the 1990s. There was this thing called the Comet hale Bop. Okay. <laughs> hale Bop. I know. I couldn't help myself when I read <laughs> it. Um, but basically, it was like this giant comet that like everyone was talking about. It was like one of the like biggest and brightest that like had been seen like eons. I don't know. Everyone was talking about it, apparently. I don't mm. remember. I was the time before TikTok. <laughs> you had to have something yeah. to talk about. Yeah, so they started believing that that comet housed their secret to the ultimate salvation and, like, the ascent into their, like, heaven, basically. Okay. Um, And that the comet was when, like, there was, like, a spaceship, like, behind the comet that they were, like, going to get in. Yeah. Okay. The spaceship just, like, tailgating this comet. Yeah. Okay. So... We'll we'll get back to that in a minute. Um, okay, so a little bit more just about like their general like what you had to do or be to be in their cult. So you had to be eighteen years and older, so only adults. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you had to give up all your possessions, um, devoid of indulgences. Again, like you couldn't have a gender or sexuality, anything like that. Cool. Everything was communally shared. Um, even eight members of the group, including Applewhite, voluntarily underwent castration. Oh, shit. Okay. They were devoted to the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so that's that's committing to the bit. If Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, if you're cutting your man parts off for the cult. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they said, oh, no gender? Gotcha. What's actually like, yeah, what's actually kind of horrifying is that the first time they ever performed like a castration, it was actually performed by one a, like a member that used to be what? a nurse and oh um, it went really bad. Oh my God. It was unsuccessful and that person almost died. Oh my God. So how's that going for you? The rancher didn't step in and say, I've castrated bulls. <laughs> I can castrate you. We got the nurse in here saying, I watched it. Oh, you know Lordy. what? Honestly, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So after that, G-I-Y they went to the hospital. Castration. <laughs> Drink our cleanse and then cut your balls off. Yeah. You'll lose five pounds. So miserable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so after that, they ended up like going to the hospital if they wanted to like get a castration, which also I wanted to know how that happened. Like, did they just like walk up to the ER and be like, yeah, I want to get castrated. Does insurance cover that? Did they have to pay out of pocket? No. I don't know. They didn't have any this money. This is the 70s. I have no idea. Or no, I don't even know if this is the 70s or not, but it was, it was a, a while ago. Yep. Yeah. 
their primary source of revenue was actually their website that they had where they marketed themselves under the business name Higher Source. And they actually would like do website development. So I guess they oh. were like making websites for people, which can like you imagine having your website built by a cult? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, but like, I guess they like did okay. Like, I guess they they had enough money to function. So, yeah. I'm looking to see if I can get on their website. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's still there. All right, continue. Mm-hmm. Good to know. So that's how you not. fund your castration. Yeah. Exactly. Got to pay for it somehow. Oh, my God. Um, yep, I found it. <gasps> wow. Do they still do website development? I mean, there's a button for it. <laughs> no way. Yes. My God. I wonder how many inquiries they also they do get. audio, video, security, and privacy, programming, systems no analysis. Way. Oh, my God. The difference. No so way. the individuals at the core of our group have worked together closely for over 20 years. <laughs> because we're in a cult. Wow. No way. Oh my god, they have they have CDs, online CD sales catalog. What the hell? I'm sorry, who's buying CDs from <laughs> I don't know, dude, but it's there. We'll link it on our What do they got? We'll link Britney it on the Spears? Instagram and in the show notes. I don't know if we should link it. I think we should. What if there- someone joins? No one's going to join it. They might just ask them to design their business for them. We want to give money to those people? I don't think it actually works. I don't think you can actually hire <laughs> them. false advertising. I think you can just go look at this page, which is kind of entertaining because it looks like um, what you would That's see true. in a media class in, like, third grade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the 1990s, this group started believing that the upcoming comet, Hale-Bopp, uh, housed their secret to their ultimate salvation and their ascent into the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and this comet was very, very well known. It was one of the most widely observed of the 20th century and the brightest scene for many decades. Um, go off. So that kind of led to an escalation in their beliefs. Right. Time because is ticking. The comet is coming. And the comet is coming. So in 1996... This is where things take a turn for the worst. Uh-oh. The group rented a giant house. We're talking about 9,200 square feet. Hmm, casual. In California. And uh, during that same month, the group purchased alien abduction insurance. What? That would cover. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I don't have health insurance and they have alien <laughs> abduction insurance. Ooh. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it covered up to 50 members. So uh, whatever you're in the 51st, you'd be like, oh, damn. damn. Hopefully make it to the next level. Right. Mm. Won't need it. Uh, and it would actually pay a million per person. That insurance company <laughs> said, hell yeah, brother. Exactly. <laughs> They're laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, they are. That's I'm like, get what rich. kind of insurance company is this? Messaging like, people. This- hey, girl, <laughs> have you ever thought about aliens? Are you insured against them? You can be the first to sign up for my alien insurance. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. They were like, shit, alien insurance? Fuck yeah. All right, fam. Next time you see me, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. 
Which I also don't fully understand why they needed it. Because, like, wasn't their whole belief that they were going to get taken away in the ship That's and go to, I like, the thinking. next world? Yes. So where do they need the money? Was Who's going to claim the money? Literally thinking the same thing. <laughs> they like, I don't know a lot about abducted. insurance, but I know somebody has to be there to collect. Right. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Well. Alien insurance. Um, in March 1997, uh, Applewhite uh, taped a video of himself basically speaking of mass suicide mm. as the only way to evacuate the Earth and stating that the Super. comet hale Bop was the sign that the group was waiting for and that a UFO uh, may be trailing the comet. So... May. Eight, yeah, 38, maybe. 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 I mean, I can't say no, but... Mm doubtful mm. I think real scientists would probably disagree but okay um, so the 38 members actually started preparing for 38 rituals yeah 38 well see they didn't even need to worry about that they didn't have 50 members 51 members they oh, all true. got that insurance true Check. Um, yeah so they started preparing for a ritual suicide shit yeah, so that they could all reach the next level um, before the closure of what they called Heaven's Gate. Um, members believed that after their deaths, a UFO would take their souls to another level of existence above human. We've heard that before. Such a complicated each member, belief. Okay. Yeah. Each member videotaped a farewell message. Oh, um, that's really sad. They were preparing. It was. This is just so sad. Like... The fact that a leader could convince 38 people that suicide is the only way basically to live, mm -hmm. to survive. To yeah. Um, yeah it's but also, shit. I'm still confused about the alien insurance. Like, that's just really confusing to me. Right. They're committing suicide, but they're getting insurance against abduction. Yeah. They had money. They're yeah. like, well, we, we're not taking it with us. I guess. That website business doing good. Mm. It was the 90s. Mm. Everyone wanted a website. Mm -hmm. um, so the way that they kind of met the set up this suicide just sounds so horrible. Um, they took phenobarbital, which I am kind of familiar with, actually, because weirdly it was what my epileptic cat took growing up. Oh my so gosh, it's an anti Yeah, dusty rip love you um it's an anti-epileptic and they mixed it with applesauce or pudding and washed it down with vodka classic nursing home technique plus vodka but vodka on top you know what if i'm gonna go out give me a swig of vodka with my pudding cup but like can't they do it like in chocolate cake or uh, pudding it was, like nice pudding and it wasn't Apple just sauce? like a yeah a little cup so after that, they actually took an extra step. Um, they secured plastic bags around their heads. Oh, that is the worst. Yeah. Like, I, I literally shudder at the thought they of They had to tie like it that. around their own necks? I, I guess, or somebody helped them. I, I don't know the specifics. Who helped? Yeah. Well, the other members. So I'll get to that. They kind of did this in groups. So, like, they did, like, 15 at a time. What if you're, like, the last guy? You're just holding down the fort? Well, there was, like, 15, 15, and then 9. 
And then the nine had to tie it around their own heads. Yep. Oh my god. Short end yeah. of the stick. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I just can't even. Honestly, I can't even speak on that because like that is just the the most horrifying thing. Like that yeah, is that's truly the, terrifying. A terrible way to go. That was a ter- um, all the ways for them to decide to unalive themselves. That yeah is truly horrific. And, I mean, these 39 people, like, this was truly, like, a ritual to them. Like, Mm -hmm. they all dressed up in identical outfits, black shirts, sweatpants, and brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes. Yep. The shoes. The shoes actually, like, kind of became, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Later on, people would be like, is there, like, symbolism there or whatever? But um, there was actually a person that did end up surviving. um, And they said it was literally just because, like, they got a good deal on the shoes. Oh, okay. Well, and Nike, like, came out and said, like, we have nothing to do with this. (laughs) Like, this isn't anything to do with us. Right. So, yeah. I wonder if that Um, one person got some alien insurance money from surviving it. Probably not. Never said anything about it. Mm. I don't know. Um, They also wore armbands. That said, Heaven's Gate away team, I guess, to signify to the aliens that, hey, we're here. Right. We are the away team. Yeah. Pick us up. They carried, they carried, (laughs) they carried $5 bills uh, or a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. And I was like, what is that money going to do for them? Um, Unless the exchange rate is great. Right. Is that like their passage? Is yeah. $5.75? Yeah. Uh, very confusing, but another former member basically said that, like, having that amount of money on them was, like, pretty standard. Basically, the $5 bill was for covering the cost of vagrancy laws, and mm. the quarters were for calling home from pay phones. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. So, after, uh, you know, they, they did this in groups. It was, like, 15 people, 15 people, and then nine. Um, After somebody passed, one of the living members would arrange their body on a bed, remove the plastic bag from their head, and cover their face and torsos with a purple cloth for privacy. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, we're talking bottom of the barrel. That's, like, the least freaking thing you could do. Like, it just... Right. Right. I can't imagine, like, going through this or almost helping with it. Right. You know what I mean? Being like, a part of it in any way. Yeah. It's just unfathomable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and just to, like, think about, like, their family members, children, parents who found out this about them after the fact, like, that that's how they died. Mm. Mm-mm. Horrifying. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, so a total of 39 people passed away, uh, 21 women, 18 men. Uh, between the ages of 26 and 72. Damn. Rest in peace. Oh, that's so awful. Yeah. Like, thank God, no children. Thank God that they yeah. were a cult that said no sex, no procreating, no children. But still a horrible, yeah. horrible tragedy. Yeah. And it this actually happened over a span of, like, three days. Oh, my gosh. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the members that passed was actually Thomas Nichols who is the brother of a famous actress, Nichelle Nichols. Hmm. 
Hmm. She was best known for her role of Uhura in the series Star Trek. Oh. Mm. Interesting yeah. connection. Star Trek. Yeah. This is a very Star Trek-y cult. Yeah. Exactly. Very new age. Um, Applewhite was the third to last member to die. Interesting that he wasn't so Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the how first. the last... Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but... Hmm. Um, before the last suicides, they actually sent out packages to numerous Heaven's Gate, like, affiliated or formerly affiliated individuals and at least one media outlet. And one of those recipients was Rio D'Angelo, uh, and he got a package with a letter the video of Applewhite's final message and the farewell messages from the members. Oh. Uh, so after that, he informed his boss like that he was concerned based mm-hmm. on these letters and things like mm-hmm. that and um, went over to the house where they all had passed, found them and called 911. So he was the first to call the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heavy. And it didn't stop there unfortunately um after the you know this came out and there was like huge media it just blew up with this information um there was a few other former members who ultimately took their lives like Oh, no. In the years later, so in May 1997, Wayne Cook died by suicide. James Perky Jr. died by suicide in May 1997 as well. And finally, mm. Chuck Humphrey attempted suicide once and survived, but did not survive his second attempt in February oh, 1998. Yeah. Um, and that just shows you kind of like what the, ho- the hold of these leaders. Yeah. Because even after... You know, Applewhite the was leaders gone. Are gone. Is gone. The is gone. And everyone's gone. They still believe. Yeah. And that they would that they literally kill themselves. To, right. To die, even though, like, the comet, the ship, whatever that they were reaching for is supposedly gone. Like, it... But they yeah. still... Hmm. Man, that is rough. <sighs> yeah. Um... And you kind of beat me to it, but uh, two of the former members, Mark and Sarah King of Arizona, operate the Tila Foundation and are believed to maintain the group's website. Oh. As of 2017, it seems that there is like no evident group like growth of the group, um, and that after like the mass suicide, they basically fell into obscurity, mm-hmm. and they basically rely on their website for recruitment. Um, so I guess they're still technically practicing, uh, and God knows how many members they have, if they have any. Right. Um, and I wonder if there are any out there other than these two, but it's, it's just so scary. Like thinking about people still joining this, even after like this horrible thing that happened. And this cult is so like notorious, especially with the purple cloaks and the sneakers but just to have a, such a well-known cult that it, I think it has a similar appeal of like, um, I don't know, maybe like school shootings or serial killers or something where it's just like that infamy, like your name, it unfortunately <clears throat> lives with these like really devastating, horrible acts that yeah. people kind of just like know about, know of. And so maybe yeah. if you're like thinking about 
something like that, doing something like that anyways, and you hear about a cult like this, it's like, oh, well, maybe, I don't know. Okay, whatever. I'm just going to mark this. We can cut that out. That was a long tangent. We don't need to talk about serial killers or school shootings. Yeah. So that is the cult of the week. Ooh. Man, that's so fun and then got brutal. Yeah. But this is another one of those ones that I feel like if we don't cover, we're like not a podcast yes, about cults. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about Heaven's Gate like right up at the beginning in our very first episode. Like, you did. So I think it made sense. You referenced sense. them. So it was time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So do you have anything potentially slightly lighter no. to end the episode on? Not really. Um, oh, I wonderful. Mean, Lighter than mass suicide? Yes. Spooky? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. okay. I can deal with spooky right now. That'll, that'll be all right. Perfect. Because this shit is definitely spooky. Okay. So, <clears throat> in California, we are looking at the cryptids called the Dark Watchers. Mm. Any thoughts? Just on the term. They're named the Dark Watchers. I mean, I think of White Walkers from... Okay. Game of Thrones. Okay. So the the opposite of that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so for the last three hundred ish years, locals and tourists Ooh. have told the tales of the Dark Watchers, which are massive specters that can make a person disappear with just a glance. Bum bum bum. Mm. All right. So the Dark Watchers who are also known, were also known by early Spanish settlers as, and I'm so sorry, I took French in high school, not Spanish, but Los Vigilantes Oscuros. Oh. So they're the group of entities seen observing travelers among the Sam, Santa Lucia Mountains. Where so, is that? Mountain range in California. Where in California? Um, so it's coastal I want to stay away from central there. California running from Carmel southeast for 140 miles to the Kiwama River in San Luis Obispo County. Okay, so stay away from there. Mm-hmm. Except yourself. Carmel is beautiful and like also the mountains are beautiful. So do what you want to do, but like be aware of your surroundings, I guess. Um, mm. Okay, so these dark watchers, what have come to be known as the dark watchers. So they're typically said to be very tall humanoid entities ranging in height from seven feet tall all the way up to around 15 feet tall so holy tall boys shit. Mm-hmm. holy dressed shit. in all black and wearing flowing cloaks and wide-brimmed hats question mark what with many sightings also mentioning some sort of uh, like sticks being in their hands Sticks. So, like, kind of like I'm picturing like a pilgrim with a cloak and a big old stick. Like, I don't know what kind of hat it is. I don't know why my head goes to like a pilgrim hat, but maybe a witch hat, maybe an Abraham Lincoln hat. What's a witch hat? Like a pointy, a triangle hat. Oh. Oh my God. Happy Halloween, Megan. (laughs) It's a pointy witch's hat. Um, I was thinking like a top hat, kind of more similar to like a Abraham Lincoln hat. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I guess yeah. wide-brimmed, but I don't know what the top of it looks like. So pick your poison, friends. Choose your own adventure. How wide we talking? I could not tell you that information. That I did not <laughs> find that. I need the width. 
the width, the width. I don't know, but they're super freaking tall with like cloaks, so kind of like dementory with a mm. stick. Maybe it's a broom. Maybe they're witches. I don't know. Um, Just a giant redwood tree in their hand. Maybe if they're 15 feet tall, that's a big old, yeah, a branch. They're just holding a branch, <laughs> not a stick. It's a branch to them, mm-hmm. but a tree to us. Mm-hmm. Just a sapling. Um, so the facial features are not typically seen because they're usually kind of seen silent uh, figures at a distance up on ridges that are silhouetted against the darkening sky, always at around dusk or dawn. So at dusk mm. or dawn, they just kind of stand up on the ridges and look over their domain. So everything the light touches is their <laughs> kingdom. Um, and just stand there and kind of judge on the top of these But mountains. also, like, sometimes, like, a hard time to see them if it is a real thing. So right. perfect time. But I feel to... like they're using that, like, silhouette. You can't see their face because they're relying on, like, the sun. True. True. Right up there. And it also kind of leads into what they might actually be um so they often vanish in the blink of an eye especially if you're trying to get close to it which is very convenient Mm -hmm. trying to get close they say poof and they disapparate they vanish um so yeah they like to watch so they have abilities to just vanish in Mm -hmm. like a blink Mm -hmm. okay i'm starting to think about what this could be okay if we're saying it's not real like well i'm thinking i'm thinking Okay, so you're not ready to come up with a hypothesis. I'm creating a hypothesis. Okay, before I give you some possible explanations, I'll ask for your input. Um, So they watch the travelers from the horizon along the mountain range, like I said. But according to this legend, no one has seen one up close. And if you were to try and approach them, they disappear. But they also might make you disappear, supposedly. I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's interesting that like people have said that they've seen them. But also, if you look at them, then you vanish. Mm, I don't know. You vanish if you try and get too close, I think. But really, they only reveal themselves to travelers with simple possessions, like hats and walking sticks. And they don't usually reveal themselves to people who have, like, electronics or high-tech equipment. If you have a camera, they're not going to come to you. If you're hiking in the woods all alone with just a walking stick, you might see one. Okay, so gather up all your electronics, bring your iPad on your um, Mm -hmm. hike. Mm -hmm. Strap Uh, yourself with every, like, carry your microwave with you (laughs) on your hike, because then you can avoid your refrigerator on your back. Yep. You know, strength training. It's good for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So sometimes these were attributed to the Chumash people who historically inhabited the central and southern coastal regions of California. There's not really anything that's similar to this cryptid, this legend in their mythology. Definitely. So I oh, don't really, okay. I don't really know where the connection is there. If people were just like, oh, it's an old Native American legend, but not really. Yeah, that's kind of um, fucked up. Yeah. So the first people that really witnessed it were those Spanish settlers who dubbed them the Los Vigilantes Oscuros. The what did they... Are they the ones that most of these accounts came from? Um, no, but they are the first ones to like have written down accounts of them, I think. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as far as we know, these things have only been like first seen by those Spanish settlers. Okay. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so. Also, I did all of this research when I was high out of my mind on flu medication. <laughs> 
So I'm I'm trying, friends. <laughs> but your girl has been okay. I did mine in a matter of like two days. days. So Whew, we're we're thriving. Okay, we are. So the Dark Watchers are most famously given a brief mention in John Steinbeck's Flight, included in mm. the 1938 collection of his short stories, The Long Valley. All right, are you ready? Okay. So here we have, quote, Pepe, I think that's how you say his name, I don't know, looked suspiciously back every minute or so, and his eyes sought the tops of the ridges ahead. Once, on a white barren spur, he saw a black figure for a moment, but he looked quickly away, for it was one of the Dark Watchers. No one knew who the... No one knew who the Watchers were, nor where they lived, but it was better to ignore them and never show interest in them. They did not bother one who stayed on the trail and minded his own business, unquote. So if you see some shit, if you see it, don't say it when it comes to the Dark Watchers. You know, say some, see something, say something, not Dark Watchers. It's interesting. I feel like, I feel like this is our first time one of our cryptids has actually been like in a published, like legit media source Mm, okay clearly you don't read bigfoot erotica i'm talking john steinbeck is like (laughs) an extremely well-known author i don't know anything about english but i know john steinbeck (laughs) i don't remember what else he's written but But i know he's a big name name. you heard it so clearly the dark watchers are i should just go on jeopardy with how much knowledge (laughs) i have you're like i'll take cults and um, nothing else, please. Thanks so much. Yeah. And only mm-hmm. these four Thanks. cults, five cults. Okay, yeah, so I'll John. Take out Ken Jennings. <laughs> yeah. John Steinbeck's son, Thomas Steinbeck. Oh, it's a family affair. It's a family affair. So he grew up to report having seen the Dark Watchers in his childhood. And later, he collaborated with the artist Benjamin Brode on a book titled I know that one. In Search of du- the Dark Watchers. So they go into oh, the so they history wrote a of the book legend about this. and interview locals who claim to see them. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I don't know. So there's a whole book if you want to, like, deep dive into the Dark Watchers. Hmm. There you go. Go ahead. Okay. Um, we got some literary uh, things to review here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so one account is, so from the mid-1960s, a Monterey Peninsula local and former high school principal went on a hiking trip when he suddenly spotted a dark figure standing on a rock and surveying the area. When the principal called out, the creature vanished. That's his, that was his um, experience. So just like some vanishing people. Maybe he this was probably carrying a phone with him. Fell off. Well, it was in the 60s. So unless he was just dragging <laughs> his corded phone along the trail with him, probably not. <laughs> he had a satellite phone. Did they have those in the 60s? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. A radio. <laughs> he had a radio, a radio with him. It weighed 72 pounds. <laughs> um, so that's all the information about who they are, what people see with them, see, experience, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? What are your explanation? What What do you think they could be? Probably not a cactus monster. Yeah, you kind of lost me with the whole technology thing. Yeah. Well, okay. So the whole technology thing, I think, is a, why are there no pictures? Oh, because if you have a camera, they don't appear to you. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. It's kind of the vibe I got from it. 
that would be a very convenient excuse Mm -hmm. okay um yeah i don't know like maybe this is just like people who have decided to go live off in the wilderness by themselves Mm -hmm. like don't want to be found um and they're super tall there's just a big inbred population of people hiding in the woods don't want to be found or it's just a bunch of individual people who are all dressed the same really tall maybe they're um alien jesus just checking out seeing who should be raptured to the spaceship and they like hikers i don't know all right so here's some possible theories um so there is some illusions, hallucinations, or misinterpretation of natural stimuli brought on by exhaustion or isolation has been proposed. Infrasound, hmm. which can be generated by wind, can cause feelings of uneasiness and anxiety in some people and is frequently <gasps> connected to paranormal sightings. So if you're standing on the ridge and you have that um, infrasound, wind, soundness, whatever, and you get that just like we'll see. creepy feeling that you're being watched could be a connection you see that's hard because i feel like i feel that a lot i have anxiety all the time so yeah well you know what maybe just general anxiety could do it do you feel like you're being watched though sometimes i guess if i'm on a hill and i'm feeling like i'm being watched it's a different vibe i'll think twice Mm. Mm -hmm. um there's also an optical illusion known as the brocken specter so the that could be a plausible explanation. So a Brocken specter, which is also called a mountain <laughs> specter, can occur in certain atmospheric conditions when the sun is at a particular angle. So cough, cough. They're only seen at dusk and dawn. The subject's huh. shadow can be cast onto a cloud bank around them, creating the illusion of a large shadowy humanoid figure. So there's just a hiker, but because of this weird atmospheric condition, when the sun's at an angle, you have this giant shadow that's shot into a cloud around them. It makes them look really big. I don't know. I don't quite understand that because wouldn't you know it's your shadow? No, it's like a different person. I'll post a picture of those too. It's like... Well, no, I guess it is your shadow. I'm looking at a picture of it now. But it's like <laughs> at a I'm distance confused. and it's it's like in front of you. It's not down. So like if you're in mist huh. or something or you're in a cloud and the sun is hitting behind you, it looks like there's someone giant standing in front of you. It's all black. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'll post some pictures of it. It is kind of spooky and I see it. Okay. Um my last theory um is that they're merely merely figments of the observer's pattern-seeking minds. So in other words, a classic case of, I'm so sorry, periodila? Literally no idea. <laughs> a psychological phenomenon what? in which an observer's brain finds patterns or significance in a vague or random image. So that's so like when you people... you see what you want to see. Right. It's like when people see Jesus on burnt toast. Right? Because you're like... Oh my god, I or a UFO behind Comet Hailbop. Right, exactly. So in this case, ordinary shadows can be interpreted as by your brain to be tall cloaked figures. Hmm. Who knows? So you see this what was it called? The oh shadow god. thing? 
Well, so the shadow thing could be the Brock Inspector. The Brock Inspector. The Brock Inspector. Brocken space Spectre. Not the Brock Inspector. Just to clarify. I know that might be confusing. <laughs> Brock Inspector. Inspector. Mm. Mm. Okay. It could be the Brock Inspector. But it could also be a person who sees the Brock Inspector and believes that. Yeah. It's another being. Right. Like I have heard mm. of the um the dark watchers. And so I'm hiking these mountains where I know that the dark watchers are and I see a Brock Brocken specter and my screen <laughs> says, "Ah, I see a Brock. I see a Brock inspector. I see a Brocken specter and my brain says, "Ah, a dark watcher." And I didn't even bring my phone on my hike today. Crazy can't even take a picture of it hmm. <clears throat> wow excuse me the brock inspector um yeah so i love it thoughts this was kind of a different vibe for our um cryptid today because it i don't know it's not as much of a beast it's just kind of a spooky little thing that's kind I of like cryptid, it though but also i don't really know what you would classify it i love that there's like actual like literary stuff about this mm, explanation like and it's not just yeah, like yeah like, crocodile got loose in the woods <laughs> right and it's not like joe schmo decided to like publish a book about the dark walkers or whatever right it's john steinbeck right. and his son right uh We're just hallucinating so in the woods that's interesting <laughs> hmm well you know maybe they're into shrooms it is california in the 70s or i don't know when john steinbeck wrote books but whenever <laughs> neither do Crazy. i actually um I, something i've learned about this i don't know anything about john steinbeck but <laughs> <laughs> that is what it is uh but now i know what a brock inspector is yeah you and do. i will be using that word again as you should um, you said you wanted to also, go on jeopardy i got you another clue there you go oh my god you know what i bet that was a question on there's jeopardy. no way it wasn't it has to be Brock yeah, Inspector. If only I actually knew there. how to say the word for that um, <laughs> psychological <What>? phenomenon. <laughs> oh. Peri- periidolia. Periidolia. I don't know. What is periidolia? Why are, there, why are there so many hard words in this episode? I feel like they California really fucked with us. I don't know. With the why, with the verbiage. Why does our our alien lord give us his hardest battles? <laughs> his hardest battles to his <laughs> soldiers who are losing their minds. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, now I want to see this photo of the Brachia Spectre. Brock Inspector. Beckon. It will be on the Sorry. Instagram. Go check out our Instagram. If you don't already follow us, we are Dame Subdoom Pod on Instagram. We post lots of cool pictures, make a collage every week. And that will definitely Thanks for be in there that. today. You're welcome. We will yeah. um, link the website. Click at your own risk if you want to support them or not. I don't know, but it's kind of fun to look at. We'll be linked. Um, we can put it in the description of the podcast and on our Instagram just so you can go check it out. A little fun tidbit for you an extracurricular activity yeah. 
And you should look at the photos and see if you've ever seen a Brock Inspector mm. or the Dark uh, Walkers mm-hmm. and tell us your story. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. Exactly. So- I feel like out of all of the ones we've heard so far, this one I think is like the most mysterious. It is pretty mysterious. I agree. So. Yeah, definitely spooky, definitely mysterious. Definitely not something I'd want to see if I was hiking on the mountains alone. But, Megan, do you know where we're going next week? Colorado? Yep. We're going to Colorado next week. Hey! So tune in to listen to us talk about that. And if you have any stories, we'll be going all the way through. We got Connecticut, Delaware, Florida. You know, any of those come up and you have a story, message us. Let us know your story. We'd love to hear about it. Tell us about it. We'd love to hear it. Um, thanks for joining thanks, thanks, um, thanks. and thanks for listening all the way to the end I know this was a bit of a longer episode but we love having you here um, and we can't wait to tell you about Colorado next week bye bye bye